This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, so it should be uh, an interesting game, regardless of who's out there playing, Brian. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get a good look at a few different guys. That's where a lot of the questions in the Dean Julia love of the star mailbag focus on today. First question here from Todd. Uh, Malik Davis, Kelvin Joseph, Neville Gallimore. So Malik Davis, right. Kelvin Joseph, Neville Gallimore. You can only you- keep one for the final roster. Who are you keeping? I'm keeping... I might keep Joseph just because of the special teams. I think, by the way, I know, I know we've talked about this a little bit. I, 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 I like, I like Malik Davis. Don't, I mean, people probably think I hate Malik Davis. No, you don't. I don't. I don't. But if you told me they're going to keep three backs, Pollard, uh, Vaughn, Dowdle, I kind of feel like that's the route that they would go. Yeah. You know, now we'll see. We'll see if how Davis, that third, Bobby, that third running back is going to have to be a really good special teams player. Because in my mind, I think the only value for Deuce Vaughn on special teams might be as a returner. Yeah. I, I don't I don't see him as a blocker. I don't see him as a, a uh as a guy that you know could be on the punt team. I don't see him as being on the punt return team. I don't, you know, he, I think his special teams value is very limited what he could do. So if, if Deuce Vaughn is going to be active is that, that kind of player than the, you know, second running back or, you know, he's going to have to be, you know, that guy. I mean, he's going to have to be, that's going to be his responsibility. Whoever that third running back is, he is going to have to make up for everything that Deuce Vaughn can't do on special teams. That's yeah. that's that's his job. Whoever that guy is, he's got a huge responsibility because not only is he going to have to be third running back, but he's going to have to make up for the Deuce Vaughn stuff. I, so I, I kind of feel like I, I might I might personally go the Malik Davis route just because I think Malik Davis is the best player of those three right now relative to his position. And while Kelvin Joseph does give you something on special teams, I do know that they still they think that Nashawn Wright can do a lot on special teams if they ask. But we I, haven't I, seen that. Right, but they, they feel that. they feel like he can do it. I know because they, they, sure they, they they've seen some of it in, in practices and stuff like that. They 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 like the intensity and the energy. Yeah, and and I, and, I, and I feel like I can win People Magazine's Man of the Year, <laughs> sure, Hot Man of the Year, or whatever. I you know what I'm saying I'd vote for you. Thanks, appreciate that. You're welcome. But th- that's what I'm saying. I mean, I 
it's one thing to say it, and yeah. it's another thing to do it. And sure. Malik Davis, no, we've seen Malik Davis, you know, and we've also I talked about on 105.3 the fan today on our show on the G Bag Nation. You know, the one thing that bothers me about Rico Rico Dowdle is that they've set him up for to have opportunities and he's capitalized for the most part, but then he gets hurt. He has been hurt every single year he's been here. Every single year he's been here, he's been hurt. So am I going to hand him the ball in week three of the preseason? He's going to get tackled from behind and, oh, well, we've got a hyperextended knee. Oh, we got a, you know, got an ankle sprain. Oh, we get, you know, he's got to prove that he could stay healthy for everybody. So I can see why you want to keep Malik Davis. It's clearly, I, I, I think I could do without Neville Gallimore. I'm, no offense. I've, I've given up on Neville Gallimore at this point. Yeah, no offense if family's watching or players watching, but you know, I, I just I I the, the defensive tackles now maybe he could change my mind, but the defensive tackles, the ones, the threes, that's been a real strength of this group through the three weeks I've watched. How many weeks we've been doing this? Three weeks now? Yep. Two, yep. Three weeks, yeah. Yeah. So uh. Next question here from JD. Who's going to surprise the most Saturday against the Jaguars, in your opinion, from having eyes on this team at camp? Uh, I, I think we've talked a lot about the guys that that we've been impressed by. So I don't know that it would be any fresh, brand new names. Um, but I mean, guys that may you know that have an opportunity to show exactly in the game what we've been talking about off the air. The guy that stands out to me is Jalen Brooks. It's really easy for receivers to to you know show up in these types of games if if they've got something. And so Brooks, it was just I always go back to he was completely anonymous to me before they put the pads on, and then day one of the pads on, he was so dynamic and. Just every single padded practice after that, he's been making plays. And so he's, he just, he seems like one of these guys that as soon as the pads come on, he takes it up another level and his skill set's really on display that you can't really see when it's t shirts and shorts. So that's a guy that I think makes a lot of sense that could step up and be really impressive. I've liked at times, I, I haven't noticed him nearly as much, but I've liked at times what we've seen from Devin Harper over the last two yeah. years. So that's somebody who I'm hoping can step up and surprise me and show me again the the, the type of athleticism that he has. But anybody else that stands out to you, Brian? Yeah, to be different from you, Bobby, I'm going to say Eric Scott, mm-hmm. the corner from Southern Miss, the rookie, and I'm going to throw, also throw Wanye Thomas out there. Uh, as uh, number 30, as a safety potential, I have a feeling he's going to play a ton of snaps in this game. Uh, you know, he's usually around the ball. Uh, he's a physical player. So he, those two guys, you, you the, the guys you mentioned, you're absolutely right about. You know, you're absolutely right about how they could they could show up. But those, uh, if if to me, if Eric Scott... You know, if he could solidify his position a little bit, get himself – he's had a good camp. He's made some good plays. He's always around the ball. I just don't need to see any glaring errors from the secondary tomorrow. You know, and I, I'm hopeful that Thomas and 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 Scott and those guys, uh, you know, play well. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, next question from uh, Dallas Ware 94. Not hearing much about Awesome Richards and TJ Bass. How are they performing? I know you've mentioned Richards a little bit, and that's one of your guys. Richards, I noticed most frequently getting called to the carpet by coaches for yeah. penalties or or just mental lapses. And so, I, I mean, it was tough to to judge Richards for me just because – Felt like there were I, I remember two or three different times where he was pulled out of drills because it was like, yeah, you're screwing up. You need to get out. He's yeah. young. It's I, That's not an indictment on the player at all. Bass. I've noticed I noticed Bass more during OTAs and mini camp than I have training camp, which, yeah. which is probably not great, especially once the pads come on. Um, but I do know they they think well of both of those guys or did heading into camp. No, I, and, and I could say you're you're not wrong about Awesome Richards. I mean, I I just know the you know talking to Will McClay about him and you know he, he you know Will and I agree that he needs to get stronger. His athletic ability. I think there's a lot going on with these offensive linemen. He's going to play a ton of snaps tomorrow night, or excuse me, you know Saturday. He's going to or Saturday afternoon. And these guys, these young offensive linemen, they they've there's going to be nowhere to hide on on Saturday. I mean, they're going to have to go out there and play with the limited amount of starters that aren't going to play. So I'm hopeful that maybe that Awesome Richards goes out and has a good day, and it kind of gives him confidence that because you're right, there's been some struggles. You know, they it's there's no, I mean, there's like I say, there's no place to hide at practice when. You know, you give up pressure or you make a false start or something happens. You know, the coaches, you can stand right there and hear the coaches talk about him. But I, I just have a feeling he's got a real future ahead of him. Because sure. they say, he's in North Carolina and he's blocking guys from Clemson and Florida State and, and uh, you know, and Notre yeah, he's Dame. Bl- he's blocking top 100 players. Yeah, he's blocking top 100 players. So I see why, they, I see why the Cowboys did what they did. And I'm hopeful that uh, – he will, but Bass is the one that's been interesting because I felt like in college he's been a better player than what we've seen so far. Yeah. I kind of felt like that he was going to play with maybe this is a, a guy that's all of a sudden is like, whoa, whoa, you know, he's, you know, he, he didn't get drafted and this, that, and the other. And, you know, he's a guy that deserved to be drafted if you watch his tape, but he's playing like a guy that's, you know, not, just not buttoned down to like how he needs to be playing right now to to make this football team. Uh, last question here from Brett Logan. He wants to know what position group would you most be willing to part with in a trade and maybe who uh, for a right guard should the Zach Martin saga bleed into the regular season? So where maybe do you feel like you're deep enough and you corner. have good enough player? Is it corner? Corner. Corner, yeah. People are going to watch. People are going to watch your team. Pro guys are going to watch your team. They're going to see you have surplus at corner. If, gonna- if, if, if you liked Calvin Joseph in 2021, 
if you liked him two, three See, years that's ago, the problem. Is, that's is that the enough? Problem. Is that enough for is that enough for a scouting staff to say, hey, let's tr- let's trust the evaluation we made just a couple years ago? There's a lot of teams that probably thought that Dallas was crazy to pick him in the second round. The guy played what 15 games in his career, mm-hmm. two years at LSU and Kentucky. Yeah, you know there were so many questions about him, and then all of a sudden, you know the unfortunate incident where he's with uh, some acquaintances. I'm not even going to call them friends. Uh, acquaintances and you know unfortunately it ends in a very difficult situation for everybody um so there's some people that probably it, it's like Leighton Vanderesh like why has nobody ever signed Leighton Vanderesh after yeah. the season you know why because on most boards he's got a failed physical you know most teams are like he's got a bad neck he's got a bad shoulder he's got this you know you know no no team is you know you know the warts of the player you it's your guy so that's why Leighton Vanderish has to keep coming back. I think kind of Kelvin Joseph's the same way. I wonder if you know you could do something with with Jordan Lewis. You know, uh, only only question on Lewis obviously is you're talking about an undersized guy nearing thirty okay. coming off an Achilles. This is let, let me I, exactly, but let me let me throw another one out there, and you're you're going to kill me <laughs> for thinking about this. But what about Israel Mukwamu, who played? Sure who played better once they stopped the revolving door of corners playing in games last year from weeks 14 through 18 of the season. Yeah. Once they stopped that, like what did, what did Israel McQuamu do? He played really played well for you. He's got the ability to play safety. He's got the ability to play corner. I still think he's a corner. I think he's a better corner. (laughs) I know, but, but Okay. With that, being so that, said, that's a name that makes sense. I would, I would, I would be bummed if they traded him, but I'd also understand why they feel like they don't have room for him right now. The problem with this whole offensive line thing right now is that Adoga is not a good enough bridge player. I yeah. mean, a bridge to like help you. He I mean he gets hurt, but he's he wasn't playing well. He's and, Byron you know, you, Bell. Yeah, you needed you needed him to be. Good. So when you played him in preseason games, there weren't, you know, there weren't going to be issues, but he hasn't been good. So now it, it's forcing you, you're using training camp practices to work with a guy that probably shouldn't be here. Yeah. You know, instead of working with somebody that should be here. Yeah. Sad, sad that way. That does it for us here today on the Love the Star podcast. Again, you have the Cowboys and the Jaguars coming up later this afternoon. Brian Broaddus will be on the pre- and post-game show on the Cowboys radio network. Uh, We'll both be out there at AT AT&T Stadium with full coverage, and we'll be back with uh, a recap episode to uh, declare either the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl or have the number one pick, uh, depending on how, you know, T.J. Bass and Wanye Thomas look in this football game. Uh, For Brian Broaddus, I'm Bobby Belt. We will talk to you guys again next time.